the third and final wrap-up of the music that uh, was 2021. I must say I thoroughly enjoyed uh, my listening uh, throughout the year. Uh, absolutely huge amount of great music, uh, a lot of which I'd never heard before, the artists and the bands. It's really widened my scope. And I'm now going to continue with my top 25 albums. Uh, and I'm going to go through them uh, uh, as a ranked uh, video. And I hope you get to listen to some of them because uh, they are in the top 25 because of one reason. They are great albums. And there's a, co uh, a combination of eclectic mix of uh, genres and I'm sure there's something there for everyone. So uh, then let's get on with it. Let's get started with the first uh, one. So at 25, For Those I Love, by the For Those I Love, electronic hip-hop here, uh, very electro-conscious. It's a harrowing, melancholic ode to a lost love who uh, we, we lost through suicide. That's the backdrop to this collection from David Balfour. Reference early on to Dancing Till Day at a warehouse rave. So you get some idea of the, the pulse on this album. The most potent moments come when he sets the lyrical darkness to music that sounds euphoric. Dance music is certainly what it is, but it's sharply moving. An album inspired by The Streets, a band that I am not familiar with uh, from the UK, uh, but they are associated with the beginnings of hip-hop. So that's my uh, 25 offering. Now moving up to 24, it's an album called Henke, and it's a collaboration between English folk uh, provocateur Richard Dawson and uh, an experimental rock band from Finland called Circle. Uh, I was really impressed with this. Dawson spins several seven historical yarns, or seven tracks, uh, each tale is linked to a specific plan, and the band are a very grungy post-punk uh, prog style and evocatively sound on Lily. Methuselah is a, a, a song which owes some sort of uh, nod to uh, a quick Hawkwind-style gallop, and then the six-and-a-half-minute picture is a blast of art rock pageantry and it's got a lot of groove, it's riveting, and the synergy between the two camps, Dawson and Circle, is infectious. Get to listen to it, it's called Henke. 23 now, this is Wary and Strange uh, by Am Amethyst, Amethyst sorry, Kia. I actually reviewed this on my last uh, new releases video for the year. She's a Tennessee guitarist and singer, and she debuted on... 2013 this is her third as she's a black woman and she's also uh, a, an advocator of lgbtq and her music is a really conglomeration of blues folk world country she throws in a touch of bluegrass and rock and this wide palette reflects on her musical education while she was at university Black Myself is an opener, pinging, shimmering guitar riffs we get here. I'll stand my ground and smile in your face, because I'm black myself, Kia sings defiantly, her voice roaring. 
Uh, it reminded me a little bit of Joan Armour trading a few decades back. And then there's Wild Turkey. This has got alt-rock influences. Uh, Dexter's guitar is a highlight. This one's for her mother who tragically drowned when Kia was a teenager. And there's some thundering drums and droning strings. And Hangover Blues, a nice stirring piece of work that captures modern blues perfectly. And finally, uh, Fancy Drones, Fracture Me, a country blues with strong production. And it has a sort of wheezing style bass with some lovely harmonica at the core. This girl is extremely talented. I suggest you get to listen to it. It's called Wary and Strains by Amethyst Kia. And it's at my 23rd uh, uh, out of this top 50. 22 recently released. This uh, pushed its way into my uh, top 25 because it's just pure class. It's called Raise the Roof, and it brings together the collaboration for a second time of country singer Alison Krauss and a rock legend Robert Plant. Remember, 13 years ago, they delivered Raising Sand. This set is in another impressive collection of songs. It's still got the same mix of folk, rock, country, blues, a bit of Americana thrown in. Uh, and uh, most of the songs are duets, but they also take the lead vocal uh, and they combine beautifully uh, as supporting vocal. They're completely in unison, these two. Uh, and uh, Plant, of course, brings out his psychedelic world mu music influences to the party. Um, T-Bone on production uh, features songs by Mel Haggard, Alan Toussaint, the Elderly Bowers, and Bert Yance, to mention a few. And there's an original tune as well, High and Lotsam, which is lovely. Okay, uh, David Hidalgo from Los Lobos chips in on guitar alongside Mark Ribot, and of course the jazz uh, e excellent guitar player, Bill Frizzell. And there's also some pedal steel guitar thrown into the mix. A lovely album, Raise the Roof, by Krauss and Plant. And it's my number 22. Number 21, this is Seeking New Gods. It's the seventh solo project by one Gruff Reese, who, of course, was uh, the leader of Super Furry Animals, a band that I can't recall ever listening to, uh, certainly not in any depth. But I love this album. It's a concept album about an agent volcano on the China-North Korean border. And it ranks as one of his most imaginative solo records. Uh, the music, very orchestral, it meeting lush, laid-back psychedelia. A couple of the tracks to highlight. Mausoleum of My Former Self. It's got a very ambling, uh, psychedelic folk meditation feel. And Can't Carry On coaxes swooning vocal harmonies. This album was recorded live uh, with Reese's group. It was the same band that uh, were involved in his previous album, Babelsberg. Very sweet feel to the music, easily appealing, and every time I listen to it, I like it more. 21 then, Seeking New Gods by Gruff Reese. And we've hit 20, and this is La Luce by La Luce. This is their third album, uh, and this surf meets garage rock band are all female. They're now functioning as a trio, and they've added in a bit of chamber pop and moody psychedelic 
to that garage rock feel. The guitar jangles here uh, uh, methodically, uh, but they've added a wider range of keyboards than before, and the vocal harmonies are brought to the fore. Uh, some highlights, Metal Man wraps round some ripping garage rock in futuristic sound effects and thunderous drumming and gives more room for that guitar to show its, uh, itself. Watching cartoons I like as well cuts the tempo to a stately waltz, add, adding harpsichord and sitar and relying on mood rather than performance. All in all, it's pretty impressive stuff. And we've got to really support this all-female band because they deserve it. La Luce is the name of the record. La Luce is the name of the band. And it's my number 20 on my uh, top 25 list. The top 20 now, number 19, No Gods, No Masters by Garbage. Um, this album tackles everything from systematic racism and gender equality to corporate greed. These guys are very political, uh, particularly their lead singer, Shirley Manson. It's their seventh studio album, and Shirley described the record, and I quote, This is our seventh record, the significant numerology of which affected the DNA of its contents, the seven virtues, the seven sorrows, and the seven deadly sins. Aggressive digital fun arrives with the men who rule the world. And then we have the pulsing godhead, which is a frustration over society centering on the male ego. A woman destroyed takes things thirder. There's some fury here that leads to a theoretical, sorry, a theatrical revenge fantasy. Ominous, atmospheric, industrial beat. And then the rage on waiting for God, a haunting dirge with Manson. Uh, empathising for victims of Bruce, police brutality and discrimination. If you're into politics in music, this is right up your alley. And I love it. It's number 19. It's no gods, no masters. And it's by uh, the British American band, Garbage. Go to 18 then. We are, and this is by the pianist and vocalist John Baptiste. Uh, he released the title track of this album uh, as a single in support of Black Lives Matter a while back, uh, particularly the protests. Uh, but it's his eighth album. Jazz is always at the core of Batiste's work. But on We Are, he adds in lots of pop, R&B. And uh, he, if you uh, watch American uh, TV, he also uh, performs on... The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. He's the resident artiste there. Very good he is indeed. And he's also turned up on an Elvis Costello album uh, from uh, last year. And the name escapes me. I think it's Clockface, I think. We also get appearances on this album by Marvis, Mavis Staples and Quincy Drones, as well as members of Baptiste's family. They all add texture to the album. It's a wonderful journey. Songs reflecting the Big Easy in New Orleans, the funkiness from his boyhood, and a couple of tracks to highlight, I Need You, an eclectic amalgam of boogie-woogie blues, and some vintage hip-hop attitude. And then we hear Tell the Truth, very influenced by the, uh, uh, the band The Meters, a band uh, sorely neglected in the 70s. So that's my uh, 18th uh, selection. We are by John Baptiste.
Way Too Happy by Penelope Isles. Uh, this I also recently reviewed. It's uh, indie rock, and a highlight is Miss Moon, which begins with acoustic guitar strings and twinkling keyboards before a lumbering wall of sound, in, including un, unintelligible, ditty little vocals joins in. Later, the track breaks open into a bouncy dream pop fantasy that ends in feedback lace guitar solos, grooving bass lines, and cymbal crashing shimmers. It has the cure. Uh, fingerprints around it with lots of trippy psychedelic pop jangles. <coughs> Another standout is Lev the Lever the Ballad, where acoustic guitar interwines with strings beautifully. Couldn't find out much about this band, uh, it has to be said, so uh, my review it, it focuses on the tracks and how they sound. But it's certainly worth listening to Which Way to Happy by Penelope Isles. 60, another band, a new band for me. Let Me Do One More by Illuminati Hotties. This is the creation of one Sarah Tutsin. Uh, she's a typical pop punk and she produces, writes songs and is the instrumentalist behind this band. Uh, she likes to call, call herself revved up blender punk mixed with indie rock and smart pop. She calls it tender punk. A couple of tracks to give you a flavour. Pool hopping. Uh, you'd have a fair chance of becoming the song of the uh, summer, this, with its abundant hook, snappy guitars, crisp harmonies and edgy push and pull between sunny high spirits and uncertainty about relationships. It's certainly full of bubbly energy. And you can contrast that with the cool, smooth atmospherics of Protector or the 3am musings of growth. A thoroughly enjoyable uh, band, thoroughly enjoyable album. And let's have that title again, Let Me Do One More, by Illuminati Hotties. And it's my number 16. Hasn't been too many uh, guys or gals from my, uh, my generation, but this guy does fall into that. He's at number 15. His name's Peter Frampton. And his new album was called Forget the Words. Uh, this is the second uh, release by him this year. The first was an array of blues covers uh, uh, that had the illustrious All Blues, the Miles Davis uh, uh, track. Uh, this collection also uh, covers a few uh, other artists. There's an excellent version of Reckoner by Radiohead on this. And uh, he also covers Isn't It a Pity by Harrison. Uh, George Harrison, that is. And uh, there's a Lenny Kravitz uh, song, Are You Gonna Go My Way? And the best of the bunch is probably his rendition of Bowie's Loving the Alien. It's a classy, tasteful collection of instrumentals to capture the guitar-playing talents of an artist who's been delivering classic rock and blues uh, for 50 years. He's dominant, yet never showy, playing with a deep feeling that ultimately transcends the album's slightly stuffy rearrangements. It's Peter Frampton, it's Forget the Words, and it's my number 15. 14, this album is an absolute feast of enjoyment. It's by Mon Lafitte, it's called Says, and it's a combination of bolero, salsa, mariachi, cumbaya, folk, norterio, and corrido, 
very much world Latin. Uh, she's a Chilean singer and sod lighter. This is her sixth album. And this one, she chose to root the music in Mexican folk traditions. Her contrasting voices are full of passion and authority. A highlight, Esta Mora Nosa Venda is a bouncing corrida, while Ante Muras por Volfa, <laughs> my pronunciation of uh, Spanish is not that clever, weds theatrical bolero to classy pop with a rock band and an orchestral string section. If you want to dip into Central and South American music, then go no further. This will make you feel alive and it's a wonderful set of songs. It's called Cez and it's by Mon Lafitte. 13 now, linked in some way to the last collection. Uh, this is Native Son and it's by the uh, LA band uh, Los Lobos. On this album, which is uh, basically an amble of covers, uh, Los Lobos pay tribute to the LA music community and the songs that inspired them. Uh, some of the covers are absolutely gorgeous. Uh, uh, Bluebird and for what it's worth, the Stephen Stills Buffalo Springfield is, is one to note. They also do an absolutely beautiful version of JMA, Say You Will, of the Jackson Brown song. Uh, it has to be said that their versions don't steer too far away from their originals, but they're so immaculately played uh, it's a, just a joy to hear them. There's also uh, a Brian Wilson's Beach Boys effort, Sail on Sailor. And I also like the jazzy style of the war song, The World's a Ghetto. Um, there are a few Latin Tex-Mex classics as well. It's a wonderful set of rock, blues, folk uh, and Latin R&B with a Tex-Mex flavour. And it's basically... Uh, a remarkable uh, band uh, doing what they do best. It's called Native Sun and it's by Los Lobos and it's number 13. At St. George's Zoo, this is by an album, a band called Cool Ghouls. Uh, they come from folk rock uh, and they've now generated into surf artists and uh, they are quite a big nod to the Beach Boys. They mesh with guitar uh, inserts uh, of a style that recalls everyone from Carlos Santana to Barry Melton, who was the guitarist with Country Joes and the Fish back in the uh, late 60s, early 70s. It's a very solid spin. It's their third album, and they tackle baroque pop, acoustic folk, piano ballads, surf psychedelia, and sunshine pop. And they also dabble in a bit of garage rock as well. I'm going to go through some of the tracks. Uh, it's Over kicks it off. Nice vocal harmonies here. Excel with some horns. Very low, low uh, uh, keyboards in the back of the mix. Uh, and the beat excels in psychedelic late 60s from San Francisco. Uh, Smoke and Fire. I like rapid guitar work here over that bird style harmony. It really isn't 69 West Coast revisited this. Uh, and then we've got a 26th Street Blues. Uh, this has got Tom Petty fingerprints all over it. Very rhythmic. And the vocals steer us down that mid-60s mod scene as the guitar solo swallows up the heavy riff. 
And then I absolutely adore surfboard. This is a psychedelic haze that leads us into skippy guitars and uh, surf USA. It's very, very Beef Boys influenced uh, and also a touch of Steve Miller. Whatever it sounds Whatever it sounds like, it sounds great to me. There's a bit of spoken word for authenticity on here. And finally, uh, Look in Your Mirror uh, bounces like a late 60s Beach Boys mini epic. Exquisite composi composition. And I wonder what teenagers today uh, would hear in this set of new vintage 60s songs. Well, I am very satisfied with this. It's called At St. George's Zoo and it's by Cool Ghouls and it's number 12. 11 then and this is called Not Your Muse and it's by the British singer and songwriter Celeste. Now Celeste won the Rising Star Award at the Brit Awards in 2019 and this is her debut album, admittedly a bit late because of uh, COVID and I absolutely fell in love with this when I... Uh, I heard it for the first time back earlier in the year. There are two absolute standout tracks on this album, although as a, a, a complete package, it's worth having. The huge hit, Stop This Flame, uh, the jazzy-style piano leads into that famous R&B smash hit that FIFA used as their soundtrack uh, song uh, for that football tournament that I won't mention too much. It's full of power, full of joy, and it stinks of success. And the other one that I really love is called Love Is Back. Very much a nod to Amy Winehouse here. Just close your eyes and you'll imagine Amy singing this. It's got a punchy R&B 50 style uh, uh, feel to it with horn. Only brief then uh, because this is getting too long. But Not Your Muse uh, by Celeste at number 11. Okay, we're at number 10 now. Life and Another by Mogabog. I did review this a while back as well. Uh, Mogabog is a moniker for the musician-songwriter Erin Burgey. It's her sixth album and it's described as a mix of folk, country and world genres by Discogs. Uh, I don't know about that, but I do enjoy listening to it. Uh, some uh, tracks to comment on. Flower opens it up. It's got a very tropicalia groove to this one. Tight, jazzy guitar leads and a lot of harmonies. Has a Chrissy Hindlight voice uh, uh, feel for my liking. Butterfly is another that caught my ear. Cruises in with a jazz beat with sparkling piano and rather uh, odd lead vocals. There's a bit of sax thrown in, almost fusion-like, but it's enchanting. And then Life and Another, uh, she, again, she messes her jazz tones here, Erin, with old pop guitar uh, chords. The sax is way back in the mix, but works. And there's trinkets of soft lead guitar. And then Before a Black Tea, this skips in with a almost Susie and the Banshees gothic sound. Uh, but uh, truly original, it has to be set, with animated touches. Uh, there's extravagant synth uh, splashes here, churling vocals, distorted guitar solos, 
and it uh, could have been sent from San Francisco back in the 70s. It's a wonderful record, Lie, Live, uh, sorry, Life and Another, and it's by Mogabok, and it's into the top 10 at number 10. Uh, up to number nine now, this is If, Word Were, if Words Were Flowers by Curtis Harding, also reviewed fairly recently. This is his third album, his first Soul Power, I can recommend. That was back in 2014. Uh, and his second, Face Your Fear, is also highly regarded. Born in 1979, so he's no spring chicken. Uh, his mother was a gospel singer. And uh, he went round with her on her uh, circuits of singing at churches and communities and learned his uh, trade, so to speak, uh, uh, as a gospel singer. And he's also done some rapping on uh, CeeLo Green's uh, two, 2002 album. Um, let's go into this particular, uh, and I love this, it's soul, it's psychedelic soul. The uh, opening uh, title track has a haunting horn montage that's coupled with some lilting percussive beats and it prepares us for a palette of soulful harmonies. There's also smacks of jazz. It's absolutely brilliant, but it's instrumental. So then we get to his vocal delivery on Hopeful. Um, there's some feminine style harmonies on this gospel song, uh, but uh, Curtis's lead uh, really strikes you. The strength of the horns are a nod to Curtis Mayfield. Uh, they're a more, they're a bit more genteel than Curtis's use. Scintillating liquid extended guitar breaks mesh with those horns and the harmonies. It's a pure, pure piece of joy. I can't hide it. Is a '60s soul song with psychedelic tones. It really punches the air. This one, unison vocals, very Motown. I felt. Uh, the chorus touches on that sound, and it, but it's very modern and it takes risks. So anyway, I could go on and on and on about this album. It's an absolute gem. It's at number nine and it's called If Words Were Flowers by Curtis Harding. Number eight now, and this is Twin Shadow by Twin Shadow. <clears throat> it's their fifth album and this band are largely uh, George Lewis Jr. He's a Dominican and he loves soul and punk. And he's been around for about a decade, although I hadn't heard him. Chillwave emulates uh, through 90s, 80 electro pop. It's very engaging with no notions of nostalgia, nostalgia uh, evident. And he also does power pop ballads. Let's go through a few tracks. Alamania sets us up. Lovely, gentle, acoustic soul tune with rapturous vocals. Very West Indian inspired chorus harmonies and exquisite twin guitar breaks sweeten the chorus. Then we've got Johnny and Johnny. This has a real Caribbean feel to it. Tropically bounces along and the horns poke through briefly. It's very impressive. Lone Star, synth dominated opening here. Very reggae style, lurches in and I love it. Synth, synth pop mixed uh, in a very original combination and brown sugar uh, it's got a 50s chord like progression but but it's added to the 80s synth sounds and finally I want to be here shotgun the closer the horns here drive this up-tempo soul soft rock mix 
with a touch of nice calypso guitar. It's an exquisite piece of work. It's called Twin Shadow, and it's at number eight in my countdown. We're moving on now to uh, Jubilee by Japanese Breakfast. And Jubilee by Japanese Breakfast is at number seven. Uh, and I hadn't heard of this uh, band. Uh, it's basically uh, the project of one singer and songwriter, Michelle Zorna. Uh, she started her first band in 2011, uh, Little Big Lead. Uh, but now she's become Japanese breakfast. Uh, and it's very much a mix of tropical 80s synth pop with 90s shoegaze. Uh, but it's sophisticated contemporary, very aesthetic. And I'm going to go through some of the uh, uh, tracks. This, uh, this, sorry, I'm just trying to move something. This uh, album has been featured in a lot of top tens for the year. And quite rightly so. Paprika opens things up. It's got some really high energy female vocals on top of swirling synths and strings. And it's got an accomplished lust production. Be sweet. Much um, similar in some respects. The Chris synth sound sweeps over you with that disco beach, uh, beat. And it's sonic, sonically very expansive. Kakomo in has a warm, smoochy feel to this jazz-like ballad with depth in the arrangements. And I love the vocal delivery in front of some exquisite violins. Nice meandering guitar there as well. And then Slide Tackle uh, is a skippy jazz rock uh, song. Uh, the rhythm guitar riffs are very soft, great beat, with Sade-type horns sliding in seductively. And finally, posing in bondage, uh, a slow, mystic, string-laden sound creates a montage of sexual, se sensual, not sexual, sorry, sensual delight with echo on the vokes and some mushy oriental-layered synth textures. It's very hypnotic. It's very, it sums up the album, really. Um, you want to put this on again as soon as you've finished listening to it. So it's Jubilee. It's by a Japanese breakfast. And it's at number seven in my countdown. The uh, It's getting really hot here in this top ten. Uh, at number six, Daddy's Home by St. Vincent. Annie Clark's new effort. Rhythming, uh, rhythmic arrangements that just can't be pigeonholed. Uh, it's an absolute class act, this album. Uh, and I'll touch on a few tracks. Um, she's been around for a while, but I, I didn't do my homework on her history. Uh, all to say, though, I, I did uh, uh, do a video of her collaboration with David Byrne, which is exquisite as well. Uh, Daddy's Home, the trial track. Slow, seductive, soulful jazz with a leaning to music hall extravagance and over-the-top excesses from Annie Clark. Live in the Dream has some swirling, psychedelic, rapturous guitars. It's very Pink Floyd-like, I thought, with a touch of the Beatles' magical period thrown in. The Melting of the Sun is an introspective homage to women truth-tellers. 
the harmonies are coupled with some zany guitar again. Uh, Annie is an exceptionally talented guitar player. And there's a strange mix of jazz piano on this. And then we've got The Laughing Man, uh, a sardonic ballad here. Lots of electronic, pacey, dream-inspired harmonies coupled with that 70s prog psychedelia. And then finally, Somebody Like Me, rolling acoustic with Skippy Drumby meets with Annie's subdued vocals. There's an echo steel guitar sound added to the mood uh, of restraint, suggesting vulnerability, and sound is tasteful and rested, restful. This is an album about her re-touching uh, her relationship, her strained relationship with her father, and that runs through the lyrics throughout the album. It's a number six. It's an absolute top-class album. It's called Danny's Daddy's Home, and it's by St. Vincent. Number five. Be the Love You Want by Southern Avenue. This band are a five-piece blues and soul band from Memphis, formed in 2015. Uh, they took their name from a street in Memphis. Uh, the band's leader is one uh, Ori Naftali. And surprisingly, I got an email from this guy uh, when I did a review of this album, which uh, made me feel quite, quite sweet. Uh, he, anyway, linked up with Memphis native Tyrini Jackson, who's a vocalist, and she brought along her sister, who was a drummer. Uh, and what a combination. I'm going to go through some of the tracks here. Um, I know I'm talking more and more on this. It's going to be a he he hectically long video. Uh, be the One You Want kicks us off. It sounds like Beyonce's older sister, terrifically rhythmic and the horns succulent and punchy with bluesy guitar. Control uh, illustrates the congas, very Curtis Mayfield style, and the lead guitar brings us into a palette of soulful vocals, very gospel style, uh, very Aretha Franklin influenced, I think, uh, or Chaka Khan, maybe. Uh, don't hesitate, call me. Uh, the pace drops a little here. Uh, Jackson's voice and Nafide's distorted wah-wah guitar entwine. It's a soul blues that bleeds purity. And then we got Fences, an awesome R&B blues gospel uh, with stunning vocals here. And great guitar, a real soaring solo. And then another gospel singer, uh, feast on he heathen hearts uh, it's unaccompanied this one and it's absolutely gorgeous so there we have it this is a, a truly a uh, a band that I would love to see live uh, Southern Avenue then a latest album Be The Love You Want and it's at number five four this is Stephen Wilson The Future Bites didn't know much about Stephen Wilson really uh, two years back um, he, of course, is a very famous producer of music, but he's also uh, been in uh, a lot of bands, uh, notably Porcupine Tree. This is an eclectic mix of rock, pop and electronicy, and the production is slick. Uh, it's got uh, spacey electronic montages uh, and ballads, uh, very memorable indeed. And uh, I'm just going to try and uh, uh, get my notes going. 
A few tracks, 12 Things I Forget. Nice pop rhythm here with piano and impactful vocals. Lots of oohs and ahs in the harmonies, plus strings. Eminent Sleaze has bass intro mixes with vocals and a laid-back electronic whiz-style beat. It's a bit rappy, and the R&B comes through with some background feminine vocals. Man of the People. I love this one. It's folk soul vocal. Very George Michael-like. The ballad is adorned by Barbarera's heavenly soundscapes as guitars and pillory beats and atmospherics fall over themselves. And then Personal Shopper. This is a nine-minute opus. Electro disco beats New Order style. The vocals are almost ABBA-like at times. Very smooth. And we get a little feel of uh, Elton John reading a current list of, uh, of famous people uh, to add to this very curious uh, uh, piece of music. Very amusing. He, he, he takes a poke at the motives for such consumer madness. Very clever. I could go on, but we're up to two minutes already. So that's the number four selection. It's uh, by Steve Wilson. Three now, and uh, at three, Revolutionary Love. This is by Ali DeFranco, and I reviewed this right at the beginning of the year. Uh, she's been making music for three decades. Both personal and political activism cut across her, uh, her work. She's very uh, into racial, social, gender, economic, environmental and romantic issues uh, in a variety of musical contexts. She's based in New Orleans. Uh, just a little uh, taste of this beautiful set of songs. The title track is drenched in gritty soul, lounge jazz style, full of sensual mood. Uh, the Hammond organs and the slide guitar combine beautifully and the horns are back in the mix. Chloroform is another uh, standout. The violins drive us to a, a Macy Gray-like vocal, but the music is a bit difficult to label, really. There's some African tribal rhythms in there and syncopated funk mixed with strings. And then uh, Contagious, uh, again, strings... Uh, prominent, prominent. It's a got a jazzy, funky rhythm with seductive vocals and lovely sax touches. Unconventional jazz fusion feel, though very experimental. And lastly, do or die. This is a a, a piano Latino Stan Getz like rhythm, very smoochy, like uh, Annie's vocals lush over you, and then the sax squirts out with flute added to further lighten the mood it's absolutely beautiful this album it's called revolutionary love and it's by annie defranco and it's at number three what number two then this is flock by jane weaver i don't know jane uh my good friend on vc rob walker uh has talked a lot about this album a lot about jane weaver uh and uh she has actually uh, done 11 albums, this being the 11th. It's uh, described genre-wise as psychedelic and in rock and indie pop with an Australian punk feel. For me, it was an exhilarating listen. Heart flow, 
is uh, a synth combined with chiming guitars and soft feminine vocals. It's serene. It has a 70s hippie feel of warmth, harmonically psychedelic. The revolution of supervisions uh, brings out a little bit of tom-tom club on this with 80s funk soaring vocals and those chunky guitar riffs and whiny solos. And then we have stages of phases, very symphonic intro here that shuffles into pop riff, pop riff style. If you remember John Conger's way back when, the synthesizers and the keyboards create the flow for Jane's seductive vocals. And then uh, Flock. Nice flute ushers in this title track. And then we skip into an array of harmony, singing, and it's jazz-inspired, I think. Uh, very complex rhythms. Very, very likeable. And I, I forgot uh, Lux, which has a sort of Mike Oldfield-type sound. Uh, just threw that one in uh, to the completion of this very, very brief review. So that's at number two. It's Flock by Jane Weaver. My number one, and uh, for those who follow me, uh, it'll probably come as no surprise that I've selected uh, the album by Paul Weller called Fat Pop. Uh, sorry about that, Rob. 16th studio album, eclectic mix of pop psychedelia with jazz rock, blues rock thrown in, and post-punk tidbits. Standouts, well, it's all a standout, really. Cosmic Fringes sets us going, a throbbing beat with synths intertwined with a bass drum combo. It's sharp, and Steve Craddock's uh, guitar run is up there with Weller, uh, uh, and it's uh, a great kickoff. Uh, true, as dual vocals highlighted on this sort of 60s style pop hit, the sax flutters into the guitar, uh, and uh, there's some trumpets as well towards the latter. The title pop trap is catchy hip hop beat. Uh, glad times. Uh, great video for this. Uh, check it out on YouTube. Testify. I loved uh, funk laces with uh, uh, horns and flute. And there's a brief crisp guitar solo. And then uh, dominant orchestral strings to a soul beat greets that pleasure. I could go on and on and on, and I am going to do a little bit more. Uh, and uh, in better times, very easy on the ear. But always a lot happening in these pop gems by the mod father. The horn solo hints at jazz lounge, but it never loses that pop flurry. A marvellous, masterful amalgam of gorgeous uh, music. And then finally, moving canvas. Here he touches on his bluesy rock riffs with a tasty solo. But he throws in some trumpets as well. Uh, it's fast-paced and it's got a percussive outro. So there we have it. I've finally come to the end. And I guess if you uh, managed to stick with me, well done. Uh, tw 25 uh, albums reviewed on this video. I've done three videos now on 2021. So I will be saying goodbye to this uh, last year now as it is and start to look forward to the new year as an Elvis Costello album due in January. So your comments please about my choices, ones that I missed, 
that I should have heard. Uh, any comment that you want to say. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Sorry about the casual sitting, uh, but uh, uh, my body is creaking at 70, 67. Sorry, not 70. And I'll say goodbye. Thanks a lot.